Hi guys, welcome back to the Free to Roam podcast. I'm your host Ray here with the co-host Logan. It has been a few weeks since we have recorded an episode. All of the ones that you guys have been listening to have been pre-recorded. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you can tell, but I am fighting kind of a sinus issue. Um, So if I sound a little nasally, it's because I am. Um, So, yeah. So you want to jump right into it? <laughs> I Do guess so. <laughs> talk about what's what's been going on lately? Yeah. Okay, so also, um, FYI, Logan and I got a third microphone so we could have guests on the podcast. So that's really exciting. And we rearranged the room mm-hmm. a little bit, brought in another chair, and yep. we got the two cats sitting in that chair right now yes and speaking of the cats so um i set up all of the mics and got them uh programmed in and all that and everything was working fine and then the girls were running around in here and they got i guess tangled over everything right and the cords got all yanked out of the laptop and the microphones so it kind of messed everything up so anyways um when i when logan and i came in here to film this episode that you're listening to right now i had to reprogram all of the mics and it took quite a long time so about 45 minutes trying to get it all i was so frustrated it's like annoying because like it's not where you can just plug the microphones into the laptop and it's like good to go. Like you have to program them to your laptop and then you have to work it in with the software that you're using also. So it's like this whole ordeal and it's so annoying. There's but. there's a lot that goes into the podcasting stuff. I, I think that we are yeah. definitely learning as yeah. we go. Right, right. So, anyways, um, so yeah, I hope you guys are having a good night wherever you are listening or to good this. Good day, good morning, good morning, good, right? <laughs> um, good breakfast, good lunch, good dinner, <laughs> however you yeah, partake. Um, <laughs> it is nighttime. It's like almost 9 p.m. at night right now. So, you know, whatever. We got to bring it to the people. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah it's kind of been just a chill night but anyways you know yep let's get into the episode okay why don't you just lead it because i know you kind of had like a topic that you wanted to talk about so i want to talk about you oh boy i want to talk about traveling with an autoimmune disease hmm yeah, that is um, a question we get asked a lot. Um, if you guys do not know this, I have an autoimmune disease called psoriatic arthritis. And I was diagnosed, oh my gosh, eight, nine years ago? I think so. I would say um, by a rheumatologist. Um, that is a special doctor that like deals with arthritis and autoimmune issues, um, obviously in your body. Um, so yeah, do you want to go like in to depth about it? Um, well, we can go into depth and we can okay. go over kind of like the timeline and what happened with it. Okay. And yeah. how we kind of <clears throat> figured it out at that point yeah so start with number one let's talk about okay where you're at today with it um so okay um this is gonna be kind of just very freestyle talking kind of podcast episode so yeah 
nothing is going to be really planned out. So I hope you guys don't mind if we're kind of all over the place. <laughs> um, but before I kind of get into it, I just wanted to say, um, if anyone has any kind of health issues and you're kind of hesitant on traveling, I totally understand because I deal with that and that it is something that once Logan and I hit the road full time, that's going to be a challenge that we're going to have to deal with. And I still haven't quite figured it out yet on medication wise. Um, but it's something that we're definitely going to have to dig through and figure out when that time comes. But Everything that we can tell you guys right now is from our experience that we have dealt with in the past and that we're dealing with right now. So um, I just wanted to kind of encourage you guys or not discourage you um, that if you are wanting to travel but you have health issues, you definitely still can. Um, You just have to modify it. And you have to go about it a little bit differently than how you're, you know, a set doctor, a set set of standards that you have. You Mm -hmm. got to be willing to to get creative with it. Right. Um, So let's go ahead and just kind of start off with what it is. If you don't know what psoriatic arthritis is. Um, it is a form of arthritis, um, but it's not like the normal kind, I guess. It is, um, what I have is a, uh, a disease that, um, attacks the body. So I have psoriasis, which is another, um, uh, disease that attacks the skin Um, And then it kind of formed over time into the arthritis. So it's basically just where my body attacks itself and it affects the joints, um, the tendons. It can affect the muscles. um, It just really does affect a lot. Um, So, yeah, it's not something that you take lightly. It's very crippling if you're not on medication. Um, so I'll kind of back this up even further, how I got started or how I first noticed it. Um, I had, um, like a foot pain in the ball of my foot. This was like nine years ago, probably. And it kind of felt like I stepped on a rock and I bruised like the muscle part yeah of my my foot right and I didn't really think anything of it because at the time I was very active um so I kind of just thought I just had to like hurt it and it would eventually go away and then it kind of didn't go away um it kind of moved up into the toes And I noticed that the toes got extremely red. They got very swollen and... Extremely um, sore. Yes. Like, I couldn't bend my toes at all. Extremely painful. And I was like, what the heck is this? Um, So, that's kind of how it started. Um, It started at, like, one tiny little spot on my body. And then over time like a month or two it kind of moved to like my toes and then my ankle um and I was like what the heck and then what really tripped me out (laughs) was when it moved over to the other foot and I was like okay so I obviously didn't do something to this foot because my my issue had moved over from one foot to now both feet yeah and I was like okay there's something wrong so um I want to say it was your mom actually that had um 
referred me to, um, I want to say a, a podiatrist. Podiatrist yes. for, the, for your feet. And um, I went in there and it was me and my mom. And we went to do the exam. And I couldn't even have the doctor touch my feet. It, it hurt that bad. And the doctor like immediately was like, okay, there is something wrong internally and it's just targeting your feet. So then that's when he referred me to a uh, rheumatologist. So in order to get in to see this kind of doctor, you have to have a... Um, referral from another doctor yes to get in yes like you can't just go in and make an, an appointment right for right the seam exactly um so now at this time this was when logan and i were first dating and i had not moved over here yet so i still lived about two hours away and where i lived at the time there was only i think two rheumatologists in the whole area. <laughs> um, so obviously with all of the patients that they had, there was a wait time. And when you can't really walk very well, not being able to see a specialist was not very fun. So um, I think I had to wait like six months to see him. Yeah. And so as... As the time goes by, those months that I'm waiting to see the doctor, my autoimmune disease, which I didn't know what it was at this time, but it starts moving. Like, not only from my toes, my ankles, moving over to the other foot, it now moves up my legs into my knees, to my hips, to my back, to my fingers, to my elbows, every major joint felt like it was on fire. Um, and then the, what is that word called when you're like really puffy? Inflamed? Yes. Oh my gosh. Why could I not think of that word? Um, that was all over my entire body to like the max like to the point where like swollen. I swollen your feet were just swollen to I mean like twice, twice the size, the size yeah. to the point where I couldn't wear shoes and like my knees were huge my hips were in so much pain my back just like everything was so bad to the point where I could barely walk like well, literally that could have been the way you were moving because you were in pain. Mm -hmm. So you're moving differently on your hips and your knees, mm -hmm. your ankles, and it's putting pressure on parts that it's not really supposed to. Right. Or makes it a little bit sore when, mm -hmm. it, when you do. So that is also, so then you're working muscles that you don't normally use and then those get sore and then that's also affected by your autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was just a down roll spiral. And um, I remember being at my mom's house because I was like trying to work and taking so much pain medicine, like to the point where it was not healthy. But, like, I had to just to, like, do the daily things in life on, like, getting out of bed and going to the bathroom, putting on a pair of pants, putting on a shirt, putting on, like, a bra was so incredibly painful because you can't move. Um, so... There was a lot of times where I was taking so much pain medicine just to do like the daily functions and barely getting by or I could like not get out of bed at all and I would just stay in bed all day long because I literally couldn't move. Right. Um, and I remember like 
I want to say I was at my mom's house and I was staying with her. And I mean, this was like at the lowest. Um, I woke up one night and I had to go to the bathroom and where my room was and where my parents bathroom was, was on like the other end of the house. And I remember waking up and like, oh my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom so freaking bad. And I somehow managed to like get out of bed and I'm like halfway bending over. Like literally my body is like bent all the way over trying to walk to go to the bathroom. And I remember I made it to the kitchen, which was about like halfway mark if that yeah and I'm gonna like spare you guys of the details but I didn't make it to the bathroom I yeah. mean it's it's debilitating <clears throat> it, it yeah you were just crippled at yeah. that point and then um I think what what was like even worse was like the fact that I had went to the bathroom on the floor all over myself and then it was like well I can't just leave it here like I have to clean it up mm-hmm. so I like remember somehow getting like towels or something and wiping it all up and I was like so embarrassed about it because like I didn't want my mom or dad to find out about it which doesn't really make any sense because I'm sharing this on another podcast but well after the fact you know that you yeah you've gone through the whole situation you know why right, right. um so I'm like basically on my hands and knees cleaning up and I'm just like I can't have anyone find out about this because it was so embarrassing like I was so embarrassed by it and then I remember like getting back in to bed and I just had this like overwhelming feeling of like I can't do this like how how am I going to live a normal life and not be able to walk not even be able to go to the freaking bathroom like this is not how life should be and Mm -hmm. I was in like my mid-20s at this time yeah you're you're not an old person yeah and I mean nine years ago from from now it's right it it was like an all-time low and so all of this was happening while I was still waiting to get into the doctor and then I remember um, I finally went in to the doctor and he was absolutely amazing and um, I think it was like the first 10 or 15 minutes of just talking with him and the doctor immediately was like yep I know exactly what this is Um, and he diagnosed me with psoriatic arthritis and one of the things that they have to do is they have to get certain kind of testings done so that um they can release the medication not just testing for your body but like blood tests yes because the type of medicine that i'm on one of them is actually like a um they they use this medicine for cancer patients also um and then the other one is um, like very, very p- 
powerful. So they can't just release it without having proof that uh, you have the uh, disease. Right. Um, so we go through the whole process of doing all of the testings and all that. And um, the medication that I'm on is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So obviously you have to have insurance. And at that time, I didn't have health insurance through my work. So what they did was they put me on prednisone, which is a steroid. Um, It works wonders as long as you're on it for a short amount of time. I was unfortunately not. Um, I was on it for about 11 months. 80 milligrams twice a day. Now, if you've ever been on that medicine, (laughs) you know that's a very high dose for a very long time. It doesn't do good things. Yeah. It literally, it is, it is one of... It got you out of bed. We we will say that. Oh, yeah. And it got you moving. It helped. But... But as, like, the longer I was on it, the the more that other issues started to come up. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So, I was on that for a while just until I could get a job that had health insurance. Um, And then once I got that, um, I am now on uh, Remicade and Methotrexate. So one medicine is intravenous, right? Yep. And um, I go to the doctor every five weeks. I sit down in this fancy old chair with needles in my arm and I sit there for about three hours um, while I get my medicine. And then slow drip. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then the other medicine is um, an oral medicine. I take seven pills, um once a week so and I've been on that regimen for years eight years now yeah and it works fantastic um other than I want to say I've had two flare-ups um and that's basically just where like sometimes your body just freaks out and it just acts like it's not on the medicine but yeah it um, starts in your feet and moves to your ankles yeah it's, it's, it's like, like a, the same thing all over again it's yeah your body saying okay this is what we have to go through to mm-hmm. to get back to to being on the medicine right yeah, yeah. um so that's kind of like a jiffy on what it is and all that um, and kind of how it got started. So kind of what we're at now, um, fast forward, um, everything is good um, as long as I'm on my medication. Right. If I'm not on my medication, I am out of business. I can't walk. I can't. Which we experienced. Yeah. A couple months ago. Yeah. When and I guess you hadn't had your medication for mm-hmm. a little bit, and then your yeah, you had a flare up, and it just debilitated you for for a little bit. <clears throat> until we got you an appointment back with your rheumatologist. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the traveling part with it? Mm. Flying, how does flying affect it? Yeah. <coughs> Driving long distances when you're when you're on it, does it affect your feet? Do your feet, you know, swell up? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I would say once again, like, as long as I'm not, um, or as long as I am on my medicine, I'm like 99, no, 
I would say like a realistically 98% totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm never going to be 100%. But as far as traveling goes, flying on airplanes don't really affect me too crazy. As long as I'm on my medicine. Um, I will say like I do swell up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's not to the point to where like I can't walk or like I can't put on my shoes. Um, you So if anyone has ever dealt with any kind of inflammation, it is not fun anywhere on your body. But especially in your feet, um, it's extremely painful to walk on. <laughs> so that is definitely not fun. Um, and that is kind of what I deal with a lot of the times is it mainly attacks my feet and then it just kind of works all the way up my body. But airplanes don't really affect it too much. Um, yeah, versus like driving in a car. Like if I see the thing is, is like, I don't think I've ever really found a good balance between um, being too active to the point where like I'm overworking my joints and my body. Mm-hmm. But then to the point where like if if I don't move my body enough, it gets very stiff. You know what I mean? I understand. Um, so, like, Logan and I went um, back in October. We went from Maine all the way down to Florida. Um, we flew up there, visited a family, and then drove my mom's vehicle all the way back down and made a whole bunch of different stops on the way and kind of made it a road trip out of it. It was probably one of our best trips ever. Mom, thank you. We very much appreciate that. Um, and we stopped in a ton of like iconic places. Um, but it was very difficult because that's when my flare up started. And that I think was very, very hard because I was trying to be so strong and trying to have such a good time for you because this had been a trip that we had been planning for like a long time. And then like we finally get there and I'm like, like day one when we actually got to Maine I could like literally feel it and it's so weird because you can like feel it in your body like about to go into like attack mode are you like I don't I'm feeling sore or is it different it's like oh I need to stop right now kind of thing um it kind of How I mean with feeling sore is, does it feel like you just worked out for an hour and a half and now Mm. you're just like, I'm exhausted and I'm, I can feel my muscles tensing up and I, I need to have potassium. I need to have, be hydrated, kind of like a dehydrated kind of feel, or is it like kind of. But it's not... So, that is actually a very good way to put it. Yeah. For people that don't really understand what it feels like. Um, it feels kind of like I I worked out for like 24 hours. Wow. Lifting weights. And like that next day when you wake up. And, like, you go to sit on the toilet or sit anywhere. 
-hmm. and like your leg muscles are like oh my gosh I can't sit because I just literally worked out it kind of feels like that but not with the muscles with the joints Joints. yes so it feels extremely stiff to the point where like you can't bend okay and then because everything is so stiff it causes your muscles to become overworked and very tight so then that hurts also okay um and then it can also even mess with the tendons so what it's like when i'm having a flare-up or like day one is kind of like I just feel extremely tired and it's not like the tired on where like you can take a nap and then you feel better you're rested you're you've never felt rested right it's like I could sleep for like 10 hours and wake up and feel like I never went to, to bed And this is actually one of the things that um, I talked with my doctor about was I'm so tired all the time, but it's not like a normal everyday type of person tired where like they work like all day and then they get home and they're tired. It's not like that. It's like a different, like, like a deeper I don't even know how to like explain it without sounding totally like nuts. But my doctor said, think of it this way. Your body is attacking itself and it's in overdrive mode 24 hours a day. Just to stay in motion. Yes. So it is fighting all day long, every single minute versus a normal person's body that doesn't have an autoimmune their body doesn't fight like that so like if you have a cold okay right your body is fighting off the cold so it's in overdrive trying to get rid of it right Mm -hmm. And so you get extremely tired, right? Yeah. Well, that's how I feel every single day. Right. Because no matter what, say you work a 12 hour shift, is it mm-hmm. unheard of for either one of us? You come home, and most people would go to bed mm-hmm. and relax and sleep and feel rested at the end of that day right where you did 12 hours your body's gonna do another 12 hours of fighting right to try to relax then you're up again going Mm -hmm. to work so you've done 24 hours of of fighting right right this disease plus working on top of that putting in a full day's work and exactly then, you know your next day off is sporadic mm-hmm. depending and on when why... your days off are right so you do need those days off to build up you know to relax to to actually sleep to actually feel rested mm-hmm. yeah um so it is extremely exhausting Um, so that's what it kind of felt like when we first got to Maine, like I was in pain, but I remember I was taking pain medicine and like, as long as I stayed on top of the pain, I was okay. Hmm. Like I, I was able to function, walk around, do things as long as like I kept on like like a few hours taking more pain medicine um and I was just extremely tired like so tired Mm -hmm. and then I remember when we left and we went down or over to New Hampshire and then 
Vermont. And I remember like waking up and just feeling like, oh my gosh, like I could literally, you guys are probably going to think I'm insane, but like I could feel it moving like in my body, like working its way like around to like all of the parts of <coughs> of my body. Like, is that totally bizarre sounding? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, we're sitting in a car for yeah twelve hours, getting or not twelve hours, like Three six hours. hours. No. No. Three hours, and then. I guess each each. We drive was about three to three and a half. Yeah, and then we would uh, get out, uh, uh, go on a hike, uh, go eat. Yeah, um, and then we went and we went to uh, New York, and that was like probably one of my one of the favorite ones. But that's when it really started getting bad. Because it's a walking city. You have to be able Mm -hmm. to move to get around there. Right. And I hadn't been there since I was like a little kid. So I wanted to like go and like explore because I hadn't been there in so long. And I wanted to see the whole 9-11 thing and just go and walk around and do what we normally do when we're on a vacation. Although we were only visiting each state for, like, a day, like, I still wanted to make it the most out of what, what we could. Right. Um, and it was very hard because I couldn't walk. Um, so yeah, that, that was really hard. And then I think it was Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, that I I think was when we should have gone to either the ER emergency care center yeah, something something but I was being stubborn and I was like no I can tough it out like um, I didn't want to make the trip any worse than it already was because like I couldn't really enjoy it as much as I wanted to because I was in so much pain. Well, in going to an emergency care center while we're there is taking hours out of mm-hmm. the trip. So exactly. I get why you were like that for in those cities. Right. Um, right. You know, we we spent literally probably 12 hours in each in yeah you know moving around and then by the time we got established it was time to go to sleep and then when we woke up okay we have three hours to drive to this next one mm-hmm. by the time you get in the city and parked and hotel room set up and right establish where you are compared to everything else and walk city, around a little bit you're yeah you know that's six hours right there Mm -hmm. you do another six 12 hours time to go to bed Mm -hmm. it was probably an extremely fun trip but it was it was great hard because we didn't really get to see everything as much as we wanted to because we had to move so fast yeah so i think when we do it again we're going to definitely change it a little bit because I felt like it was a little rushed. Yes. But it was so worth it, though. Like, I thought that was one of the best vacations that we had because we saw so much. Right. We saw so much. Loved it. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. Um, Although I was in severe pain and I could literally not walk like it was y'all it was so bad and I remember we were in Washington DC and like um if you guys have never been there they have all of like the 
main things that you want to see there all in like a few miles right right and you can rent bikes and that's what we did so we got on bikes because that was so much better than walking because walking was so painful low impact so yeah. you're not fountain hitting your foot off of the ground mm-hmm. you're not having to take so many steps to get somewhere you're pedaling you're right riding through i think we rode from um lincoln memorial down past the washington monument Mm -hmm. through the mall and all the way down to the capitol building yeah and then back and the uh, vietnam well vietnam and and What's the other one there? Um, I can't think of it right now. But yeah. that's all right there by the yeah. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, like all of those things that when you go to Washington. Oh, uh, the White House. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, we walked by the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, Like all of those things when you go to Washington, D.C. Like you go there to see all of that stuff and to like experience that um so the fact that we got those bikes that was so worth it because it was a good distance away when you're walking but when we had the bikes we got to see all of it within like a few hours and that was like the first time when I was like oh my gosh like this is fun because I could actually see everything get around and not be in so much pain and it was literally so so fun I loved Washington I did too yeah the Um, city the the part where all the politicians and mm -hmm. the White House are is it's beautiful getting in there is a little sketchy but (laughs) yeah you drive through some bad neighborhoods to get into where the touristy stuff is right you're right (laughs) but once once you're in it you're good right yeah um so then after we left there i want to say this was like day four ish yes um and then we went to North Carolina and um, then I think on our last day there was when my flare up was at, at its, its peak. peak. Yeah, It was probably one of the worst that it could be. I was having to carry you from, yes. from spot to spot. We were in Helen, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Which is beautiful. We definitely want to go back there when it's not Oktoberfest. You definitely want to walk around, see yeah. all the little shops. All because the little... it's such like a cool little town. It's like a German yep. themed uh, town. And it's so insanely beautiful. Um, so yeah, we loved it. But I couldn't really walk. So it kind of, once like we found a spot, we just like stayed there because Logan literally had to carry me everywhere we went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it was football time. We were watching the, the Alabama end of the and the Tennessee, Tennessee game. Yeah. And Tennessee won. We watched Tennessee. And everyone flipped. That was an intense game. It was great for me. I liked it. <laughs> it was, yeah, a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, so that was probably the worst because when I had woke up that day when we were leaving, I literally felt... <clears throat> I literally felt like I got hit by a truck. Like couldn't it, move, couldn't walk. You're just take me home. We got to go. So, once you get home and you get settled, you get mm-hmm. going back to work. Yeah. 
That was hard, too. That was hard, too. Going back to work. How long <sighs> after we get back do you have your appointment? Um. Oh, my gosh. Literally, I can't remember. It was such a blur, but I know it wasn't right away. Like, I want to say it was at least a week before the doctor could get me back in. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, like... Once we got home from vacation, um, I like literally still could not walk. It was so painful. And as much pain medicine as I was taking, it was just kind of like taking the edge off. I think you had an ER appointment. Yep. So as what when when I went back to work which I shouldn't have because I was pushing it and pushing it when I shouldn't have um but I knew that like hey like I have to go to work just came off a vacation you gotta go to work yeah so um I went anyways and I was in so much pain like everyone at work could tell that I was not okay I was not okay. Um, <clears throat> and I remember one day my my boss actually drove me to the ER because I literally couldn't move. Like, I couldn't do anything. And she was like, yeah, we need to take you to the ER. Like, you're not going to make it. So I went there. Um, they gave me a bunch of steroid shots, a bunch of pain medicine shots. Um, basically just doped me up and charged me thousands of dollars and sent me on my way. <laughs> well, they were trying to get you to your appointment. Yeah. They they were uh, giving me what I needed until I could get in to the doctor, which was like three days later Mm -hmm. I want to say um so once I went back into my doctors meanwhile my flare-up is still happening um this was probably the longest that it's been that that active and I go in and the doctors like obviously have to do a whole bunch of uh, testings and all that just to kind of like make sure that my body can handle the medicine because the type of medicine that I take, um, it can affect you badly if you have like a reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my doctor said um so they had to do like a whole bunch of uh uh blood work and all this and just to make sure that like I was okay to get the medicine um because a lot of the times when your levels are that high and you take some medication the worst thing that could happen is you could have a stroke. Um, so like they were making sure that like my body wouldn't have a, a reaction right. to the medicine. <clears throat> so um, also while I'm waiting for the blood work to be back, they put shots in my knees because my knees were so inflamed like it 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 was horrible like they looked like oh my gosh small cantaloupe yes yeah like they were bigger than a softball but not as big as a watermelon right (laughs) um yeah they were gnarly and you couldn't see the kneecap you couldn't yeah like it was horrible um so i went actually back to my doctor twice and they took fluid out of my knees because they were so huge and they were just full of fluid um so they drained them and then later on they put um steroids in my knees 
and that helped tremendously because then like I could bend them and all that and then probably like a week or two later I finally got uh, my medicine when they got everything leveled out um, and then I have been back on prednisone during that time um, I'm not on it now but I I was on it for the past like mm, two months I would say okay. um, but it was a very very low dose it was enough for me to like to help your body yeah get the level going. out yeah right so that um, I could uh, take my medicine again and not have a, a reaction um, <clears throat> But it yeah, wasn't the 116 milligrams you were taking a day. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was a low 160 160 milligrams. <laughs> yeah. This one wasn't that extreme. It, it was a low dosage. Um so yeah, I was on that for about 2 months and that helped me. And then once I got on my medicine literally within like 24 hours I literally remember I got my medicine and I woke up the next day and I like roll out of bed and I was like oh my gosh I can wiggle my toes and like it doesn't hurt I can rotate um, my ankles and my knees roll and my fingers and yeah and toes and and like I could walk without being in agony pain and that was within 24 hours of getting in my medication so it was crazy it just showed your how much your body really needed right all of that yeah yeah um so yeah all of this happened in October it is now January so my flare-up happened pretty recent and I think that was the worst that one that I've ever had mm-hmm. out of like the nine years of being a diagnosed um so yeah that's just kind of like our experience of traveling with my autoimmune I know like I did most of the talking in this one no that's it's your experience it's yeah. it should be the show for you because well, i've never experienced it before and okay that's so the only way i know anything about it is through you so right gives you the right to conduct the show and tell your story yeah so like what is it like being with a person that has severe health issues like on your side what is your thoughts on it what is when we're on hikes and I'm like I gotta rest like what is your whole take when we're on vacations and I'm like I can't like I'm at my max what is all of this like on uh, your end well I mean you have to be comfortable doing either by yourself or being um, able to stay and see what's around or being comfortable just hanging out knowing somebody's Mm-hmm. has an, an autoimmune disease you know you you know that they're gonna have to take breaks we're hiking in montana and we have this long incline we have to stop at the top of it mm-hmm. so enjoy the scenery enjoy being out in nature you know if there's woodland creatures running around you watch them for a while you stop and take a break for water and um, if you're in New York, then you take in all the sights you can. You go out, get coffee in the mornings. Mm. Um, 
if you're in Washington, D.C., you enjoy the hotel that you're in. I mean, that was probably one of the best hotels that we had mm-hmm. that entire trip. Um, it really definitely was. wasn't hell in Georgia. <laughs> um, yeah, you just be be okay with your partner having an autoimmune disease, knowing what mm-hmm. steps you need to take to dealing with that, especially if they're having a flare-up. Um, yeah. Being supportive. You have to be supportive. Just because if, if you're not, then you're just going to... It's like beating your head into a brick wall. You, right. you might as well not do it. So I think that is one of like a hard thing for me is because I'm such a people pleaser. And like when we were traveling and I was having the flare up, like it it was so hard for me to tell you what I needed because I wanted to make you happy. I wanted oh, to... I remember. I remember saying, what do you need? Right. And you're saying, I don't want to tell you what I need because it's going to cut this short. Right. Right. And that that is something that I really am really trying to work on because I need to do things that will help my health, but at the same time... I think of you and your needs so much that I put you first and I didn't want to shorten the trip or say I just need a day where we just sit in bed because I can't move. Right. I I didn't want that because I knew that deep down like yes you wanted me to be okay, obviously, but I felt like maybe you still wanted to go out and walk around and see this area that we've never been before. So like in the back of my head, I am battling, I'm in so much pain and I can't walk, but I'm also going to force myself to go as hard as I possibly can. I'm not fast. (laughs) Like I was walking extremely slow, but I was doing it because deep down I wanted to make you happy and I wanted to try and make the little time in each area that we did have the best that it could be because we were only going to be there for a short amount of time. But at the end of the night, I was like, to the point where I was like I'm at my max but it was so hard for me to tell you that because I wanted you to have fun well in day three you were in tears and I just said fine let's let's yeah. go back to the hotel you you need to be comfortable in telling me that because I'm also mm-hmm. trying to look out for you right I'm like okay she she wants to see this she wants to see that she wants to see you know whatever right but if you need to go back i'm okay with that Mm -hmm. and i would rather have you for the whole trip seeing one or two things and us having to go back than Mm, not having you for the next two days and us missing two whole places does that make sense yeah Mm mm-hmm it does. It's just, it. it's, it's hard. <clears throat> it's hard because it's like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I also remember because when we were in Washington and it was like at nighttime and we had just went and saw the White House and we were walking around and I remember we went over to see the monument. Yep. And I remember you wanting to.
to walk over there more. And I was just like, I can't like, like not going to make it up the hill. Yeah. Like I am not going to make it across this grass, let alone (laughs) up up, the hill. hill. Yeah. Like I was maxed out. Um, and then you were like, well, do you want to go back? And like, I could tell that like a part of you was slightly frustrated and I don't think it was frustration out at me because I was not wanting to go see the monument that night. Right. It was more like I wouldn't tell you what I needed. So you were trying to have to guess what I needed. And I remember us kind of having like a bickering moment to where like we never fight ever. And the time when like we did, it was because I wasn't communicating communicating at all at all because I was battling with my own shit on the inside like. I needed to be strong and suck it up and be there for you and make you happy. But at the end of the day, I couldn't freaking walk. Right. So, like, what the heck? I would have rather us just went to the White House got an uber back to the hotel Mm -hmm. us getting that extra 45 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. of rest you getting that rest and then us doing what we did the next day anyways which was renting the bikes and riding those around right that was so much better it was that was so much better because we got to see everything we wanted to and I got to ride bikes, which I love that. And it it was just so much more of an enjoyable, is that a word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, day. And yeah, it, I mean. I need you to not be so. <laughs> stubborn. Stubborn, yes. <laughs> Perfect, perfect word for it. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably something that I really need to work on. And also, normally we have very good, um, good open communication. But when I'm in extreme pain, like I am when I'm having a flare-up it's It's not your best communication yeah like i just it is so hard for me to think and concentrate and want to do anything else except crawl in a little hole right by myself it's hard um and then dealing with this on a daily then comes with you know the obvious depression and and all that and mm-hmm. that's that's a whole nother battle but yeah i mean it's not fun but i i will say like on a lighter note that um if you are listening to this and you do have some kind of health issue Um, You can definitely still travel and do all of that um, because I do it. Mm -hmm. Not saying that it's going to be easy at all times, but it's definitely manageable. Um, But yeah. (laughs) You can still go do, see everything you want. I don't really know how to end this, but I feel like we've pretty much think we hit on every every Said point everything? yeah like i mean we pretty much kind of shared what it's like experience on it so yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Bridges Adventures. Shameless um, plug. <laughs> follow us on um, YouTube. YouTube. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. I know Logan really, really appreciates it. And we hope you guys have a great day, great morning, great night, where, wherever you are whatever in the you're world. Doing, wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Did we kind of just, like, uh, leave them hanging? No. Like, I felt like we we were talking, 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 and then we just, like, beep, like, no, ended it. I, I think we explained everything. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Second time we've done this show, so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>